Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey everybody, Bill Faith here. Welcome back to STR Unfiltered. Today we're going over the ultimate guide for short-term rental hosts. In this episode, I'm going to go over everything from preparing to purchase, what you need to vet, to when you get under contract, designing, hosting, hospitality, working with vendors. Uh, I'm going to the entire stuff. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Build Short-Term Rental Wealth, um, you, I'm actually going to walk you through the video of the actual guide. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you can just click down in the show notes uh, to get this guide. It's 100% free, and it's very comprehensive. Um, this is something that I even follow on my own, uh, every time I've kind of turned this into, it really started as a checklist and then it just kind of grew and manifested. And I want to start before the purchase, you know, as you're going through the, the last episode of, of the podcast, I talked about my big, maybe it was a couple episodes ago, my biggest mistake that I've ever made in the SDR space. And it was the one property that I did not physically go and put my own eyes onto ended up costing me 124,000 bucks. So make sure you go and you're evaluating the properties on your own. I typically like to go and see the property and be there when the home inspector, uh, almost every property I'm there during inspections, but septic homes. So that way you kind of get that intel and stuff that they'll share with you that they typically won't put in a report. Uh, just makes it a lot easier for discovery, uh, you know, on my end. So let's just kind of run through the guide. Before you purchase, you got to check local STR regulations. A lot of people don't do that. Go to the city, go to the county. Then the next step is the CCNRs. And here's the thing that I think becomes really important. You have the right, if you're buying uh, from an HOA, to ask for the annual report. Many condos um, you know, require that their board delivers that. So you can go back to the last annual report. A couple of things. One, you can see the sentiment for STRs. You can see the current regulation in the CCNRs, but you can also see if there's anything coming up to, for bans that they've talked about in uh, the last 12 months. And for condos and that type of stuff in HOAs, you can look at assessments that are coming down the pipeline as well. Um, really important. Don't ever take your agent's word about regulations or, you know, the city or county says this. Make sure you get copies of it. Even somebody working in the office. If you go down to the city, the municipality, you go down to city, zoning, planning, health department, whoever's regulating in that area, don't just take their word for it. Ask for the, the link, the specific link to the website. Ask for copies of the regulation if it's an old school and they don't have it on the, the website. Make sure you put your hands on that. Then you want to go through and, and literally look at the elect electricity when you're doing your home inspection, the AC, baseboard heaters, you know, gas, furnaces, kind of things that you go through the inspections, but also make sure you're checking the insurance cost 
during your due diligence, especially if you're a first-time buyer in the Smokies or remote locations where insurance is getting higher and higher if uh, fire departments are not within a mile or two miles. Uh, the beach, because of hurricanes in Florida, the literally the, the insurance is crazy, and you've got to have that for your performa. So one thing that a lot of people miss is they don't run performance. So they don't get all the expenses for internet, you know, television, property management, if you're going to use that, uh, taxes, business licenses, all that type of stuff you've got. And like taxes could be the rental tax. I'm paying 16% in Gulf Shores right now. The property tax, it just went up 40%. All of these things imp impact our bottom line. And we need to go through those as we're going through and doing the due diligence uh, before we even purchase. Once you purchase and we kind of get into you know, the listing and the marketing. We'll talk about design and furnishing here in a second. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The first thing is identify your ideal buyer that you want as guests. That really should be done before you put the property under contract. But if you do it after, it's really important before you think about your marketing strategy, before you even get into design. You never want to go and design your property on your own uh, for your own taste. You want to keep your ideal uh, you know, avatar, your ideal buyer persona in mind when you're doing this. Uh, you want to market directly to your ideal guest. Um, you know, always create something unique. And here's the thing I want everybody to continue to understand. You can buy hot tubs. You can buy fire pits. You can buy coffee bars, waffle bars, uh, the newest milkshake bar I just introduced at my new Montana property. Um, you know, swim spas, pools, all that stuff can be added. What you cannot do after you close is change the proximity. You can't change the location to those traffic drivers and you can't change the views. You might be able to enhance your views by topping some trees, but you're not gonna, if you don't have a mega view, you're not gonna be able to create that afterwards. So always keep that stuff in mind. Those are the number one and two things that you're making your investment on are not necessarily the actual house that can always be updated. I love the, the what we call golden girls, the older houses that we can come in and redesign and move some walls and put in some tile and flooring and, you know, really force appreciation. But I can never really, I can't pick up that house and move it to a better location. I can't just instantly put, you know, these beautiful mountains, you know, on the other side of the trees. I can chop the trees. That's about it. But if the mountains aren't there, the valley's not there, the lake's not there, you know, I can't really change that. As you're setting up your listings, please don't ever use Airbnb smart pricing. Make sure you're using a dynamic pricing tool. That literally, for most in our industry that go from manual pricing to using something like Price Labs or Wheelhouse, that can impact your profit by 20 to 30% right off the bat. Get your direct booking site uh, up and running. If you don't have one, go to Huffy. Um, or you know, if you're really ready to encompass all your marketing, your social media marketing, your email marketing, your sales page, website hosting, text messaging, all that stuff in one place, check out marketmystr.com. Uh, it's the only true all-in-one marketing platform that makes your life so much easier. Uh, it's marketingmystr.com. You know, brand your property. This is something a lot of people wait on. They wait too long uh, to name their property and to brand it. Keep it short, keep it sweet, and try to keep it original. I know that's getting harder and harder. Uh, make sure you're investing in really great photos. A lot of these things are uh, somewhat basic, uh, but we forget about these things. One of the things that I think is really important, I'm going to kind of highlight it right here, is keep a spreadsheet of where your guests are from from day one. So if you, you can see what, what what city they're in, you know, in Airbnb and Verbo, but also 
If you don't know, if you're brand new, it's your first investment into a property, go to Google Trends and look at where the tourists are coming from, where the out-of-towners are coming from. It'll tell you that. Then join the buy-sell trade groups in those cities. Like take your top three, four cities and join the buy-sell trade groups in Dallas or Raleigh, North Carolina or Las Vegas, wherever the people are coming from to your city. Uh, so that way you can leverage that for your uh, for your marketing and it's free. Um, and always remember this. This is a reason if you're, if you're going through the guide right now, it says you're selling the outcome to your guest. And what I mean by that is, is a lot of people get really hung up on the features that you have, the couches and the beds and the, the USB ports and whatever, what you're really selling to your guest. And this is the most important thing that I'll probably share with you that people don't understand unless you're an expert marketer is you're selling the outcome. When I push that button to start the car and back the SUV out of the driveway, that feeling that I have right then and there of, wow, we got gypped. That was a shitty stay. That host was a, a jerk. That was the most amazing host we've ever had. Can you believe the, the cereal and the breakfast stuff they had for us and that nice handwritten note? The beds were so comfy. The beds were hard as a rock. That feeling that we have walking out of that door, closing the door for the last time, starting the vehicle, backing out of the driveway is what we're selling. That's emotion. That's what we're trying to sell. And we need to grasp that from the very beginning. You've got way more listing and marketing stuff here. Um, you know, the house rules is super important. Check in, check out. I start sending messages to my guests outside of like when they immediately book 15 days in advance and I'm giving them the best of, the best sushi restaurants, the best attractions, best place to rent skis, to book dolphin tours, depending on the locations, whatever it is, and when they should make their reservations. Help your guests. Make sure you have a, a digital guide like TouchStay and walk them through your house. Make it super easy for them to find the router. So they And this saves time because if you show them where the router is and the Wi-Fi goes out and tell them how to reset it, then they don't have to message you. Makes a better experience for them and it saves us time from having to communicate you know, with our guests. Make sure you have a welcome gift. That is something that is really important. A lot of these things people just overlook. Even if you've been hosting for four or five years or have four or five properties, people forget about this stuff. You need to have external cameras on every entrance. Never have a camera facing, uh, you know, a jungle gym, a sitting area, a pool, or a hot tub. Uh, smart locks. I use Schlagen codes. I use Ecobee3s for my thermostats. Kind of going through this whole tech stack becomes really important. Um, if you are planning to scale, and this is really important, I've got an episode on this, of why you need to be thinking three deals uh, down the road. You can go back and check that episode out. A lot of people are only thinking deal to deal, and then you, they blow out their DTI. Biggest fundamental mistake on the investing side that, pe that newbies do is they use second home loans. And even if you can get 10% down, that's awesome. If you can get 5% down on a, uh, or 0% on a VA, that's great. But that is reporting to your credit and that's impacting your DTI. So if you are not independently wealthy, if you're not making seven figures or more net income, even if you're making 500 net income and you have a $4,000 a month mortgage, you know, so 500 is roughly $40,000 a month in income. So if you have a $4,000 mortgage on your personal home, then you go buy another house and you have a $4,000 mortgage. Now we're at 8,000. So at 40,000 a month, your max is going to be, so 50% of that's 20 grand. So you're about 17, $18,000 is what they're going to max you out on. That means you really have three properties and maybe a car or a little bit of credit card debt, and that's it. So people screw their DTI, that's debt to income ratio. Start with commercial loans. Learn how to put a nice package together 
and start with commercial loans at local banks as opposed to maxing out uh, your DTI right, right off the bat because you just absolutely box yourself into a corner. Uh, make sure you have owner's closets. To, you can use a resort lock for all that type of stuff. Make a spreadsheet that has, so I, I, I have this for all my co-hosting clients. I've implemented it now with all the properties that I own to where I have a spreadsheet that has every single thing listed on it. All the appliances, the quantities of towels, the quantities of, um, you know, K-cups K that should be stocked with the, the coffee bar. Everything's detailed all the way down to the appliances. And this is something really important nobody ever talks about. The serial numbers and then brand name of the appliances. So if you have a Samsung 1872 refrigerator and the SKU number is 1873654320, well, you need that SKU number. If the ice maker breaks, it's going to really benefit the, the, the speed of getting that fixed if you can have that information ready to give to your appliance person before they even come out and look at your, uh, look at your refrigerator. So washer, dryer, oven, <clears throat> stove, refrigerator, freezer, wine fridge, beverage fridge, anything like that. Make sure you have the appliance numbers that go along uh, with everything. Wow, we're way over time already. So I'm just going to jump down to the guest experience. Fast internet, huge deal. I think everybody needs to have at least 500 megs. 100 is not good enough, especially with people that are working remote. Nice welcome gift. Make sure that you only invest commiserate on uh, your ADR and your price point. Uh, nothing wrong with just a, you know, a, literally a, a nice thank you card and some snacks in a bag. No wine, no beer, no alcohol. Create templates for your communication. I've got a Superhost library that literally you have 30 templates already written for you. So I send it 15 days, seven days, three, three days, day of check-in, morning after check-in, mid-stay, day before checkout, morning of checkout. And then after that, I put them into marketmystr.com, which is the marketing platform that I use. And I have funnels going out for them. Just all that's a fancy word for just uh, emails and text messages that are set to message them to drive them back to uh, direct uh, direct book with me. Uh, focus on your guest communication. Make that a top priority. That's one of the reasons that you want to try to automate it, but keep it very, very personal. Staging your property is important. How your towels look. A lot of new guests, and they try to cut corners, and they have mismatched towels. Even if you go with all white, they need to match. And towels need to be comfy. Invest into great bedding. Invest into great towels. That makes a difference uh, with your guest stay. Um, shoot a video walking through the house so they can see everything that can go into your touch stay up. Labels are important, but do not make them externally. I don't want light switches labeled. We label our cabin, every one of our cabinets for the cleaners and the guests, but it's inside open the drawer and pull it out. And it's labeled inside with a label maker, open up where the wine glasses and the coffee cups are. It's inside the door. It doesn't show on the outside. Um, a lot of the, the furnishing stuff I'll let you go through. Uh, you need double sheets at a minimum, double duvets or comforters. You should be leaving, in my opinion, for a week-long stay, at least two towels per guest. Well, and you want you need to have like 3x the amount of silverware and plates and cups. So one of the things that I strategically give away in my welcome gift is I give away literally what we call stadium cups. They're 16 ounce cups that I get. They're plastic, they're branded. I get them at uh, discountmugs.com. They run me, I think about 45 to 50 cents each. I leave for half the occupancy. So if there's, if I have an occupancy of 16, I leave eight of those cups. I also leave four sets of sunglasses and koozies. 
and some other stuff that's all branded, but I have very high ADR. You don't need to do that if you're charging $200 a night. So the thing about the cups is it offsets. They use those cups and offsets mom having to do uh, washing. We also leave a full stack of paper plates and we try to keep stocked with solo cups. Uh, so that way they can choose to do that. And we, we kind of learn that as the way that we stay. We stay at nice, we stay at our own properties typically uh, when our family goes on vacation and we always use paper plates and plastic cups as opposed to using the really nice uh, wares that we, we stock ourselves uh, in our own house, just because we don't want to do, even with four of us, when we're staying in larger houses, we don't want to do. So you can see all these furnishing and designs. We put Q-tips, tampons, toothbrushes, and a nice little basket. The things that people forget and they leave. The other thing is like Roku, because it has guest mode for all your smart TVs. And then strategically, you can go to Amazon and buy colored uh, covers for the remote. So we have red, green, blue, come and black, and I think yellow, and we label them by bedroom. So like yellow's bedrooms, black is always going to be in the family room, blue goes in the game rooms, that type of stuff to where it's consistent, and the cleaners know that so they know what remote goes into what room. Uh, a whole other thing of furnishing design, working with your vendors, you know, recruiting, interviewing them, you know, your team, like cleaners, always have a backup cleaner, give your primary 75%. Uh, give your secondary 25% so you can keep them engaged. I also give a $25 incentive for every five-star cleaning review uh, that they get um, to where it kind of gets the cleaners off the mentality of trading dollars for hours and really accentuates that they need to be focusing on doing a great job. You know, referrals for people that are going to, you know, book your house and give referrals uh, for trade lists, stage your house, you know, take photos of everything, how you want it. Showcase that in your listing, high-end professional photos. Andrew Keller out of Chattanooga is the best photographer in our industry. Don't try to scrimp and save um, on photos. And just bonuses, here's some of your amenities uh, that are going to move the needle. You know, bikes, kayaks, stand-up paddle boards, coffee bars, waffle bars. Um, you know, fire pits are huge. Uh, the biggest ones are really pools. Then you look at hot tubs by market, but you've got to look at this stuff market by market on the amenities. Uh, just because a hot tub moves the needle in the mountains doesn't mean it's going to move the needle at the beach or in Broken Bow. So you just need to be really, really careful. Sorry, this is like literally the longest podcast that we've ever done. I try to stay around 10 minutes, but this guide is just chock full with value. I didn't even cover 25% of it. Uh, it's 11 pages of goodness. Um, it's 100% free. You can get it down in uh, the show notes. It's the ultimate guide for short-term rental hosts. Thanks for joining me today. If you found any value, please, wherever you're listening to this podcast, just take 10 seconds and leave a review. It would mean the world to me. And I'll see you guys on the next episode of STR Unfiltered. Happy hosting, everybody. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a hospitality.fm production.